Welcome back to my podcast, Behavior Strategies for Class. So exciting news has been happening around here. So on a personal note, this podcast is late because I honestly procrastinated and then we've been gone for my son's wedding out of state and it was such a blessing to go. So I want to share a few things with you today about that happiness and also some strategies for those kids who seem to be having tantrums. So I want to share with you a little bit about the wedding. So it was all just kind of crazy getting last minute stuff together and meeting with my new daughter in law and her mom and those special moments. And it was just so much fun and having my aunt and uncle there and my husband's husband's family. And it was just such a blessing and a reminder again of the important importance of those relationships. And he just really, my son just really, I think appreciated even more the relationship that he has with my mom, you know, his grandma and to, you know, hopefully carry that down so that I would be the same for his kids, which of course I will always be there, but It was just awesome to see, you know, family coming together and sharing such such a joyous occasion. And we can put aside our differences of opinions, our differences of politics, and just be there to support each other. And it was just such a huge blessing. And I would just encourage you to continue to cultivate those family relationships as much as possible. I know there's a dozen reasons why some of you are not able to do that, but if you are, I would encourage you to continue to grow those relationships and just enjoy them have laughter, share stories. Anyways, just want to say it was an awesome week celebrating that with my son and, and family. And so now we are back and I was thinking of you guys and, and I thought of a couple of our students that have been struggling with seriously tantrums. That's what it seems, you know, they are not getting what they wanted and whether that's in class, whether that's at recess, whether that's like when they come down to our classroom and they can't have a certain snack at that time, or they can't play on the iPad at that time, or I mean, just anything and trying to get them back to like, what? 
because now these kids are older, like they're fourth and fifth grade. Like guys, like you really shouldn't be doing this as you're older. Now you're going to be heading to middle school. So I had, did catch myself like arguing with the student, you know, she's escalated. She's mad. And, you know, and I'm having this argument with her and I finally had to like stop myself because that is obviously not the best strategy for me to help her because I'm not getting anywhere while she's escalated and ticked off and thrown a fit. So my strategy would be, the behavior strategy would be, I'll talk to you when you're quiet. Or I'll talk to you when you can sit on the floor or sit on the beanbag or sit on a chair. Or we've also used, I'll know you're ready when you can sit quietly for a minute. And so we set timers so they know exactly how long a minute is. Because I know sometimes we'll just be like, okay, when you can sit quietly. But there's no end to that. Like there's no like, okay, well, how long am I going to sit here for a minute or for, you know, quiet? Is it a while? So we use timers all the time. So whether that's a, you know, little timer that we carry around with us or whether that's on our phone, timers have worked great for our students. So it gives them a beginning time and an end time, obviously, (laughs) but it really helps to clarify their expectations. So we can say, I'll know you're ready when you sit in the chair for two minutes or a minute, you know, depending on the situation or when you go sit on the beanbag or when you stop talking for a minute or stop screaming for a minute, you know, and then we can set our timer and sometimes we'll set the timer and then they start screaming for whatever reason. So then we pause it and we remind them. We'll start the timer again when you stop screaming. And sometimes it takes a minute for them to stop. And then we're like, okay, we're starting the timer again. And honestly, sometimes that has lasted like a half hour to get one minute of them sitting quietly. Other times it goes pretty quickly. It just depends on how escalated they were. And how long, of course, it takes them to calm down. But I think it was just a reminder as far as strategies to not argue, debate, talk with when your student is escalated, when they're mad, when they're throwing a fit, when they're angry, when they're pounding their fists on the table, when they're kicking their feet, when they push over their chair, you know, it's, it's a reminder just for us just to take a deep breath or just to step away for a minute and not even acknowledge or reply until we 
you can calmly, you know, just say, I'll come back to you when you're calm, when you're not yelling, when you're not screaming, when you're not pounding your fists on the table, when you're not kicking, you know, so giving really specific expectations is also another great strategy because you can't process with them, you know, when they're escalated and you can't process with them when they're quiet for a second. And then the next second they're screaming and then they're quiet again for a second and then they're screaming, you know, so making sure they are at a calm state before you go in and process with them, you know, getting back to the why of the behavior and then the, how can we do it differently? How can we handle this differently? Like you're obviously ticked off. Okay. I get it. Like we all get mad, but is you throwing a fit really helping you? You know, is it going to help you as you move on to the next grade or as you move on into middle school? Like we want our kids to be successful. You want your students to be successful for the next year and the year after that. And the year. so as we build on these strategies, this continues to build and grow them so that they are successful in the coming years. Even the rest of the year that they're with you, you of course want them to be successful as an overall student. Again, it's back to teaching the whole child. So a couple of strategies today is giving them clear, very clear expectations for when they deescalate, for when they're done throwing a fit. And I know we want to be proactive, but right now I'm talking about strategies of when your student is escalated and they're ticked off. How can you help them? And like I said, our natural reaction is to yell back sometimes, to argue back, to debate, you know, whatever the situation is. And that is not the best strategy that we need to be using. So again, setting those clear expectations. I will talk to you when you can sit for a minute, when you stop yelling, when you stop screaming. And another um, side note on this strategy is when students have been yelling at me, for whatever reason, I just kindly remind them, look, I'm not yelling at you. Do you hear me yelling at you? So please don't yell at me. And that really just like takes them back, (laughs) gives them a second to like think like, oh, no, I guess you're not. Because unfortunately, a lot of these students, that's what they're used to. They throw a fit, they're yelling and screaming. Well, that's the reaction that they get. 
because that is a natural reaction. We're defensive. You know, we want to stand up and prove that we're right and they're acting inappropriately. But we want to help them succeed and to learn the strategies of getting themselves under control so that they can be successful in learning in your class, in the next class, in the next class. So clear expectations. And then the second strategy today is setting a timer. I'm telling you, timers are fantastic. They work in a good setting as far as like kids taking a time out. They know exactly what's expected. The time limit, when the timer goes off, you're back to class. So again, same thing with the timer when your student is escalated and you want them to be calm. Sometimes I've had a, a, a timer for five minutes to have a student sit quietly for five minutes. And sometimes that seems like forever, but they were so escalated that we needed to make sure that they were truly calm. And so giving them five minutes, because like I said, sometimes they'll be quiet for a few and then the next, you know, they're screaming and yelling again and throwing a fit. So you want to truly wait until they have calmed themselves down, their body. And you'll be able to see in their bodies as well. So giving those clear expectations, using a timer so that when they are calm, you can process with them. So that would be the third part is processing with them. Why were they really upset? What could they do differently? How could you help them? do differently, you know, and you giving suggestions and them giving their input as well, because that continues to give them ownership of their behavior and their success and their strategies and what will work for them. So this is a short one today. So I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in and you guys are doing amazing And remember, your students need you. So keep up the great work and I will see you next week.